Welcome to this episode of the Connecting Faith to Life podcast. I'm Trey Rhodes, a Connections Pastor at Northwood Baptist Church here in North Charleston, South Carolina. In just a few moments, our lead pastor, Dr. Tommy Metter, will be joining the conversation as well. In our crazy and chaotic world, our hope is that these few minutes will help you stop and reflect on your relationship with Jesus as you learn to connect Christ-centered faith to your everyday life. Episode 88 is now here, and uh, we're looking forward so to... So I think we should do this, Trey. Okay. Let, I was going to say something, but 12, I'll let you... Well, Go I, ahead. Go ahead. 12. I shouldn't interrupt you so much, but I do. Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. I'm ready. Uh, we have 12 episodes. 12. Until we get to 100, uh-huh. which you're bringing cake on that day. That's right. I'm already looking up the recipes. You know, maybe we should do um, the podcast via Facebook Live that day when we get to the 100th episode. Maybe we should. So people can watch us eat our cake that you're making. That would are you going to make cake or are you going to bring cake? I'm going to cheat. My wife is going to help me. Okay. I'm a terrible baker. Okay. I'm a good cook. So I'm you're not going to buy a cake though. You're going to No, we will make it definitely. Make My cake. wife would have a heart attack if I bought a but, cake. But it's going to have like happy 100th yes. episode written on it. will on have it. it all. My name. You can put yours if you want. <laughs> it needs to have my name on it. <laughs> Okay. Okay, but we're, you're, there's gonna be cake. Yeah, there's gonna right? be cake. Yes. And I think I think a hundred episodes in, we should change the theme music. Okay. What do you think? Sure, man. Let's let's go, let's just go crazy. We'll go crazy. We'll change the theme music. Every hundred episodes, we'll change the theme music. How about <laughs> <Okay>. that? <laughs> and that's then a when good they idea. then when they start searching for it, they'll say, "No, that's not the right yeah, one." Yeah. What happened? Yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> okay. So maybe we'll see. I'm, a, I'm I'm What do you think? So when we get to one hundred, we'll change it. You want R and B, hip hop, country. Uh, I don't like any of those, but yeah, Irish, I like movies. Down, I like, dance. I like movie themes, you know, like uh, Jurassic park and those real big, huge, uh, we'll see. We'll see. you know, West side story stuff. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, we're 12 episodes away. It'll be big. We'll, uh, we'll change the music. <laughs> yeah, we got plenty of time. We'll to change think. the music and you're making a cake. That's okay. We'll make it happen. Well, uh, Get out there and between now and episode 100, let's try to build our audience. You know, let's just say double it. Why not? Let's there double it between now there and then. Go. So that means you're going to have to really work hard on Facebook and Twitter and texting people and getting them uh, to be a part. Just uh, the best way to do that's going to be get that link, put it in your uh, in, in one of your social media and send that thing. You know, yeah. uh, that's a great way to do it. And, and just have them click Trey, on it. Surprisingly, we've got a pretty good sized audience. I forget what it was last time I checked, but it, we've got... Uh, several hundred people a week that are listening. I know. It is a blessing. Uh, a, I mean, it really a, a is. Total, view, a total listens of all the episodes we've done. It's it's well into like the, I forget what it was last time I checked, 30,000. It's, it's a pretty big number that have actually listened. I'll take it. Yeah, it's pretty I think cool. That, pretty I think cool. that's really good. So you're doing a great job. Just stay at it as we uh, just try to encourage people to connect their biblical principles to what's happening in their lives every single day. Well, Genesis is the book of beginnings, and uh, we begin here because, you know, Pastor, I think it tells us so much about our origins, it tells us about ourselves, how we got here, and, you know, one of the greatest things it tells us about our wonderful God, that he made a way for us. Uh, When we were those kind of people, he made a way. From the very, very beginning, he intended that for our lives. Um, But I have to tell you, even with all those good things in Genesis, I've really never heard a pastor say, you know, I'm going to preach through Genesis. Now they'll say things like, you know, I'd like to hit a couple of stories in there, mm-hmm. or we're going to do the life of Joseph, or we're going to do the life of, of, uh, of Abraham, right. but they don't ever start in Genesis one and end up at Genesis 52, right? 52 you know chapters. Why? Something like that. Do you Tell know why? Me. Tell me. Cause it's hard. 
Oh. And it's long. I was going to say it's long. It's long. You know how many years it's going to take us to get through Genesis and Northwood? <laughs> I don't even want to. I can't even imagine. Tell 25. me. 25. 25 years. So this is it. This, this is job security. This is the last. Job security is what this is. <laughs> so this is the last thing we'll have to uh, we'll have to prep. Yeah, we'll just know that, that'll, I'm 42. That'll take me to retirement. And I'll be dead. You'll, be, you'll be long so, gone. You uh, won't hear the yes, end of it. You I will definitely. I'll be with Jesus. Joseph, yeah, which is okay. And there's but 50 I, chapters in Genesis, right? I don't know, brother. It's, it's, it's yeah. a lot of them. It's a lot of them. It's, it's a lot of them. Yeah, it's it's a long book, and it is hard. There's some crazy, 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 crazy stories, mm. and, and like when we get. I don't know, 17 years from now, when we get to the story of Judah and Tamar. Wow, that's a, a that's, wild story. My grandma and granddad would always skip that when we get that to that part in the Bible. We'd say, okay, yeah. we're going to skip that chapter. And, and, and understandable. <laughs> that That's a messed up story. That's, that's PG-13, if not R. And then you have, um, you know, we'll, we'll see it in uh, the early parts of Genesis, the genealogies. Mm. That's going to be preaching the phone book. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. You ever heard a message from the phone book? You will. It's still around Northwood. You know, I, I don't know if you remember. I know you remember this, but uh, when you first got here, you wanted everybody to bring friends with them, and you would preach through the whole Bible. Yeah, I'd never heard that either. Yeah. So I mean, you do all kinds of great things yeah. like that. Yeah. So, so we to, preach through the whole Bible in one message. Yeah, one message. So one now we're going to preach through one book of the Bible in twenty-five years. So a little bit, a little bit different. <laughs> a little different yeah, way to yeah, do yeah. it, but we'll take it. But yeah, so this is this is a great book for us to study. And if you're part of the Northwood family, we actually started Genesis this past Sunday. So we're 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 on our way. We're on our way, and it won't take twenty-five years. It'll probably take a a year or so. And what we're going to divide up, we'll jump out for a bit and do some other things and come back. But it's going to be like home base for us mm-hmm. for a while. And so we finished up. The the Fruit of the Spirit series, which I think was pretty a pretty good series. I, I think I know that was it was helpful for yeah. people and just to think practically about what it looks like to live out in the character of Christ. We, we need that. We need that kind of series every now and then. Uh, but our bread and butter at Northwood is to preach through books of the Bible mm-hmm. because we want people to have an understanding of what the Word of God says and, and how it applies. And so, you know, Trey, I don't know, um, God has gifted every preacher differently and God has given every preacher a unique personality and God has given every preacher, um, you know, just a, uh, his own style mm-hmm. and way of delivering the word and all that kind of stuff. And, and there's lots of guys I think about, you know, uh, several guys that I've learned from over the years who have preached the book of Genesis, you know, and, um, you know, you think about maybe there's some of us listening to this podcast episode. You, you can think about your favorite preacher and it's not me, it's somebody else. And that's, that's cool. I'm good with that. <laughs> but you know, there's, there's, there's guys like John MacArthur yeah. and there's guys like, you know, Charles Stanley, um, Matt Chandler, you know, some younger guys that are more of my age and um, David Platt. And so there's all these great expositors and every one of us who preach through the word of God is different. You think about John MacArthur, I don't know how many of our um, 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 podcast listeners are familiar with John MacArthur, but John MacArthur, he, he is known for just kind of taking the book of the Bible he primarily specializes in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. You don't hear him preach many Old Testament sermons. It's no, you don't. Mainly New Testament, and he just takes it line by line, line verse by, line. by verse. And and what you don't hear him do a lot of is apply it. Mm-hmm. And he says that. I mean, that's not a knock against him. I mean, that's just that's just his style. It's it's it's, it's like listening to in a lot of ways. It's like listening to a lecture. Mm-hmm. You come away, and if you've heard John MacArthur preach, you come away having a, a, a much greater knowledge Definitely. of Scripture. Um, but he, um, he just kind of talks you through it. And there's a lot of guys that do that when they preach through a book of the Bible, uh, they just kind of talk through it. Kind of my style is, you know, what I like to do is I like to, to just give the, the big overview of the, the passage. Like, here's what's saying and, and point out some details along the way. And then I try to make a, an attempt to actually apply it and, 
and make it as relevant as possible. And so, so I think that's going to be hugely important mm-hmm. as we walk through Genesis, because you, you think about a book like Genesis, you're like, man, this, this thing was written thousands of years ago. Right. What in the world does it have to do with me? Right. And so that's, that's going to be the challenge as we walk through Genesis is look at these ancient stories to think about uh, creation in Genesis one, or to think about the call of Abraham in Genesis uh, chapter 12, or think about, you know, the story of Judah and tomorrow when we get there in Genesis chapter 30, 38 mm-hmm. yeah. and answer the questions, how in the world is supply to me and what I'm going through today, right? I mean, you know, right now I'm struggling at work with this and what, what in the world is Judah and tomorrow got to do with that? And so, so that's going to be the challenge is walking through Genesis, yeah. which I'm excited about and, 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 you know, exposing what the word of God says and then, applying it. Mm-hmm. Here's what it means for you. Here's how this affects your life right now. So that's going to be a challenge, but I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now to let you know, uh, Trey, um, I have preached through Genesis before at the last church I was so at. So you did it before. I've done it before. Wow. Now, okay. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm, compl- I'm not, I have not, my same I, I just be blunt with you. I've never well, preached a fascinating book. And so I just wanted to do it. And so I did it, but neither have I done judges. So oh, see, you, judges you, is great. Yeah, I know yeah, we I, did that. That was incredible. Pre- yeah, that was a, that, that was, was pre COVID. That was pre COVID. Yes. Well, we, that's, we stopped it. Yeah, we did, we, didn't we? We were like yeah. three, I had like three more messages in judges. That's right. That's what happened. We picked it up at, I guess, I don't know, about four or five months ago, we picked it back up and finished it out, but that was a wild book. I like these Old Testament books, these Old Testament uh, narrative books mm-hmm. that tell these stories. They're so, so um, interesting and so powerful. And I think we're going to find that in Genesis. So I did preach Genesis before. Um, I'm going to do it quite a bit different this time. And I've got it mapped out a little bit differently. Um, but we're going through the whole book. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit it all. That's going to be good. And so for you who are part of the Northwood family, just be patient. We're going to do our best. We're going to get through it. But you're going to learn a whole lot as you get through it. It's going to be it's good. Going to be, going to be exciting. All right, Pastor. Well, today, why don't, uh, in, in view of what we're about to do in Genesis, let's look at four reasons why you, Pastor Tommy, are preaching through Genesis. And uh, first, the first reason, Genesis is foundational for understanding the rest of the Bible. Okay. Now, notice the statement. Genesis is foundational for understanding the rest of mm-hmm. the Bible. All right. Now, Genesis doesn't answer all the questions we want answered. Yeah, of course not. That's not its purpose. Like we want to know where the dinosaurs are. Exactly. I don't know. They're not there in Genesis. That's right. Bible doesn't say, you know, where the dinosaurs came from. Well, I guess God created them. Didn't he? Ultimately, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, but where they went, what happened? Was there a you know meteor that wiped them out? I mean, that doesn't answer that question. We don't have uh, any words no, of T Rex no, or no, no. And, you know. And you think about Genesis chapter one, uh, where there's we we have more questions mm. than Genesis answers for us, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so you know we don't know in Genesis chapter one how long a day was. Was it a literal twenty-four hour day or was it a longer period of time? Mm-hmm. We just don't know. How old is the earth? I mean, we all have opinions, mm-hmm. and 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 there are there have been people who who research these things and think through it. You know, me being one of those things. We we all have convictions about what we believe. It probably was, but you know, the big scheme of things, we don't know, right? There's there's lots of questions in the book of Genesis that that are not answered that we want answered because mm-hmm. we come to Genesis with a Western mindset, mm-hmm. very linear, very logical. Give me all the details. How did this happen? But man, you think about Genesis, Trey, and we talked about this some in our first message on Genesis. Um, Genesis is written to ancient Hebrew people, mm-hmm. um, probably written sometime while they're wandering in the wilderness. 
And the question that the Hebrews have after coming out of uh, Egypt and being in bondage to the Egyptians for 400 years is, who are we? Mm -hmm. Who are we? There's this God that just brought us out of Egypt. There were these plagues, right? And this, this Exodus event, like the most pivotal event in the Old Testament, the Exodus, we, we just crossed a sea on dry land. Wow. Who are we? Mm-hmm. And who in the world is this God? Mm. And so Moses, you know, records this story, this, this narrative, Genesis, mm-hmm. and explains it. Here's who your God is, and here's who we are. So I tell you that to tell you to keep in mind that Genesis doesn't answer all the questions we want answered. It's not a science book. Now, we believe that it's truth. Of course. And what it speaks to is true. Mm, and, of course. And really, it's not in the sense that we think about it. It's not a history book, mm-hmm. right? Like you, you go to school, you get a history book that gives you... This is a selective history. Very selective. I mean, this is a, the history of, of God at work with one particular group of people. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is not Egyptian history. This is Hebrew history. Exactly. The history of God's chosen people, his covenant people. And so, so it's history, but it's a selective history. And, it, and ultimately, it's not even a book about us. Mm-hmm. It's ultimately about God and how God works in the world. But, 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 but here's, the, here's the reality, though. This, this book, um, it is foundational for understanding the rest of Scripture because it shows us who God is. It shows us what went wrong in this world, and it also shows us the beginnings of God's plan to make it right. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a handle on Genesis, you're not going to have um, a handle on the rest of the Bible. In fact, I heard someone say this about the book of Genesis. He said, you can divide the entire Bible into to two sections, the entire Bible. Mm-hmm. So the first two sections, uh, Genesis uh, 1, 2, and 3, mm-hmm. and the second section, the rest of the Bible. Wow. Right. So, I mean, one, two, and three really helps. It lays the foundation. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the rest of the Bible is really the explanation or the. Of what happened uh, the, in Genesis what, 1, 2, and 3. Of what happens afterwards to wow. bring about God's redemptive plan. Wow. So it's Amazing. foundational. This is, a, this is a big deal that we take the time to walk through this book because it's so key for us to understand who God is and what he wants to accomplish in the lives of his people. So we're going to take extra time in those first three chapters or. It's a good question. We'll find out. Okay. That's going to be great. I'm going to surprise you. So, uh, so it's foundational for understanding the rest of the Bible, but it's also deals with the big issues of life. It doesn't leave them alone. It yeah. really goes after. And this them. is the thing, right? We talk about relevance. Mm-hmm. That that when we walk through Genesis, what I want to show people, I want to show them the text. I want, mm-hmm. I want to to dive into these stories and and see all the nuances of the text and see how God is at work and see how these scriptures point ultimately to redemption in Jesus Christ. But man. There are some big issues in Genesis. I mean, the big questions of life. Mm-hmm. Genesis answers. We already talked about who, who is God? Mm-hmm. Who are we? Why were we created? Why are we, why are we on this earth? Right? Uh, there, there's just these, these um, is God involved in the world? If there's a God well, who created yeah. us, is, is he really involved? In other words, did he just create it and say, see ya? Yeah. You and know? so all these, Have at it. Yeah, all these questions, I mean, the book of Genesis answers. And so it establishes relevance. The big issues, I mean, you think about it. Just in the first couple of chapters, God made, in, in, in our culture, we need to hear this message, God made male and female. Mm-hmm. So just the, the, um, the issue of gender, mm-hmm. right, that's addressed in the opening pages of Scripture. Not only the issue of gender, but the issue of, of marriage. Mm-hmm. 
what is marriage? What does it look like? You know, and, and in our culture, those are two hot button issues. Uh, you know, the issue of gender. Oh, yeah. um, it doesn't matter what my assigned gender is. I can choose to be the gender I want, mm-hmm. right? And it doesn't matter who I marry, what gender I marry. If I'm a male, I can marry another male. Or I can marry, I guess, whatever I want to marry, yeah. right? I mean, I that's kind of where our culture where is going. going. Yeah. And so Genesis establishes, no, there, there's male and female, and there's a specific design for marriage, and there's a reason for that design. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, these are big issues, but this, this ancient book in the opening chapter addresses those big issues, big issues of faithfulness mm-hmm. and what that looks like and integrity. I mean, all these things, uh, we find them uh, in the book of Genesis. And so it really does address the big issues of life if we will take the time to listen to what it's saying to us. I think that uh, Genesis is that book that, you know, I think we kind of gloss over as a bunch of stories. Yeah. You know, I know I have in the past. Yeah. and But yet there it is, just, when you get beyond the surface of just these stories, yeah. there is incredible depth to how we are to live our lives and the purpose of life and all kinds of things that are going on yeah. uh, that we've probably not examined very often. Yeah. We've and used I, it. We, we use the Sunday school model to study of Genesis. Yeah. You know, we teach the kids the facts and here's all the animals that marched into the ark and da, 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 da. But there's so much there that I think we're missing. And that's why right, I'm excited right. about this, this series. And I think that as we walk through Genesis, we're going to see how masterful the mm-hmm. book this is. There's so many layers to the book of Genesis. Oh, and man. We begin to peel them back and, and to see all the truth in it and all, um, all the different things God wants to show us about himself. It's really an amazing book. Amen. All right, so it's foundation for understanding the rest of the Bible. It deals with the big issues of life. But third, and this is really interesting, it has fascinating stories of faith. Yeah. You just talked about the stories. Mm-hmm. But here's reality, Trey. I mean, you talk about stories. You talk about Sunday school and the stories of Sunday school. Mm-hmm. For many of us, the last time we thought about these stories was when we were in Sunday I school. I was about to say that's the last you know time we saying? probably I mean, even, um, yeah. But you think about the story of Noah. Everybody knows the story of Noah. Mm-hmm. But probably the last time you thought about the story of Noah might have been in a Sunday school class when you were a kid. You know it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you even heard a preacher preach about it. But, but man, that story alone is such a powerful story. There, there's, there's a section in that story uh, where, you know, after, um, you know, it's the, the rain has stopped and Noah's floating around in the ark, um, you know, the, the Bible says, and God remembered Noah. Mm-hmm. And just the, the depths of that phrase, that, you know, probably back in Sunday school, you don't remember even thinking about that phrase, but man, that's a powerful phrase. And then kind of the story begins to turn on that phrase. And it's just really powerful when you begin to examine what's Mm. going on with that story. Uh, And just to think about, you know, because all of our images of Noah in the ark, for example, are images of, you know, what we see in a a child's nursery, all like a a big floating zoo, lots of fun. (laughs) I don't know that the zoo is fun, but yeah, that (laughs) sort of thing. Yeah, but it's a big floating zoo. When when this is a powerful story of the wrath of God, undoing, unmaking what he had made. Mm-hmm. My wife said, you know, we always think of Noah and the Ark being a children's story, and it's anything but a no, children's story. It, it's scary <laughs> it is about to judgment. Yes, right. I mean, it's, exactly. a, it's a scary story. And so, but you think about that story, you think about um, the story of Abraham. Mm-hmm. That's a wild story. I mean, here's this man that, um, in all honesty, his, his family, they were pagans. Mm-hmm. They didn't worship Yahweh. And then God came to Abraham, this pagan man, and said, hey, you follow me. Leave everything behind. 
and I'm going to do something in your life. That's, mm. It's an incredible story. And, and you, you follow the story of Abraham and Sarah and all the different things that happen over the course of a few decades. And, and then they finally have a child, Isaac, in their old age. Abraham's 100. His wife's 90. I mean, it's crazy. Mm. And then, you know, after they have that child that they waited so long for, God tells them to sacrifice, or God tells Abraham to sacrifice his child as an offering. Yeah. Man, that's a fascinating story. But there's so much in that story that teaches us about faith. You know, the faith of Abraham and not but and how Abraham over the years, his faith developed. And this it's, it's, it's going to be a, a great journey through that story. And then, you know, um, you get to the end of Genesis. You, you have the story of Isaac and Jacob. And Jacob's a weird story. He's just this scoundrel of a guy that <laughs> yeah. uh, that just can't seem to get it right. Yet and yet everybody wants him. to name their kid Jacob. Right? Have you ever noticed yeah, that? They do. There's, there's a trillion Jacobs in this world. Right? Yeah. There just really are. And so, you, but, but that's the scoundrel of a guy. And um, But then you get to the end of Genesis. And, and, and more attention in the book of Genesis is devoted to the story of Joseph mm-hmm. than any other character. You would think, right, because you think about Abraham, Abraham is the father of God's people, if mm-hmm. you will, right? He's the father of right. Jewish faith. So, so when you when you get to, to um, the New Testament in particular, you know, the, the, the religious leaders love to talk about how they are the children of Abraham. That's significant. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't get much more significant than Abraham. Abraham, Moses, I mean, those are the, Elijah, those are, those are the big names, David, those are the big names in the, the Old Testament. But in the book of Genesis, more attention is devoted to Joseph than any of the other uh, patriarchs. Or it's any amazing other. to think yeah, about. Yeah, so why is that? Why is so much attention uh, devoted? And man, that that is a crazy story. This guy who is favored by his father, Jacob, he has his coat of main colors. He's, you know, brothers despise him and he gets mm. into a, ends up in a prison and the second in command in Egypt and and. and it's, it's going to be an interesting journey to walk through some of these stories that many of us haven't thought about probably uh, since we were, um, uh, you know, children. And think about other stories, right? The Tower of Babel. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a wild story. What's, what's the point of that? And, and how these stories all point um, to um, lessons of faithfulness, but ultimately God's faithfulness mm-hmm. to his people. I mean, this is, this is it. It's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to walk through these stories again and, and maybe see them from a, a different perspective than what we learned about in Sunday school as kids. And Judah and Tamar. Judah and Tamar. That's, that's the wildest <laughs> one. I'm thinking about missing that Sunday. And like, you preach that one. Uh, I don't know. My granddad would not be happy. Uh, <laughs> He's in heaven, but uh, it's anyway. Actually, we're going to find, as we study that story, it's, it's a really cool story. I mean, I say cool stories. That's not the right word for it. It's, it's a disturbing story. But the implications of that story are really profound. There you it's go. Be fun. That's the best way to say it. It does have some uh, fascinating stories yeah, of faith. Yeah. Uh, number four, Genesis shows us the importance of God's promises. Yeah, this is big because what we're introduced to in the very first book of the Bible is this idea of covenant. Mm-hmm. As soon as Adam and Eve fall into sin, God makes a covenant with them mm. that he's going to send someone who's going to crush the head of the serpent. So you have this this promise that um, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to love you. You're going to be my people. This covenant he makes with Abraham, mm. he's going to give him a child and uh, make him into a great nation. The covenant with, with Noah after the flood and the rainbow, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm never going to destroy the earth again. And so here we have in Genesis, these different, the covenant that's renewed with, with Jacob, you know, Jacob's ladder and all that. Oh yeah. And so, so this, this, these covenants that we see in the book of Genesis that really, um, 
lay the foundation for God's redemptive work that show us that God is a promise-making, promise-keeping God. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, um, we know this. We know that when God made man in his own image, it was not because God was lonely and he had some friends. At God all. is God. God is perfect. He is sufficient. Uh, he is content with his mm. triune self. Amen. Always but, has been. Right, right. But he he chooses to create, and he chose to create people to worship him and to live in relationship with him. And that's the beauty of Genesis is that that every turn, people are trying to mess up what God desires. Mm-hmm. God desires relationship with people, and people run from him. Mm-hmm. But God does not stop pursuing his people, and over and over he makes covenants. I'm going to love you. I'm going to take care of you. You're going to be my people. I'm going to be your God. And so that theme of covenant, it starts in the book of Genesis and carries all the way out through the New Testament and the new covenant we have in Christ Jesus. I mean, it's just a, it's a glorious book that reminds us of the promises of God. And, and I think because of that, I mean, it really is going to be a faith building book. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And so I know, um, what's going to happen as we study Genesis, I mean, because we're Westerners, right? We're, we're Westerners and we have, um, you know, all these questions we want to know about dinosaurs. We want to know about the age of the earth. We want to know about, um, um, you know, different things of that nature. We want to know about science. How does science relate to the book of Genesis? Uh, can I believe science and the Bible at the same time? I mean, are they in competition to each other or are they compatible? I mean, those are the questions we want to answer because we're, we're Westerners and uh, I'm going to burst your bubble. I'm not going to answer those questions. Mm. Uh, because that's not the point of the book of Genesis. The point of the book of Genesis is not to answer those questions. The point of the book of Genesis is to tell us a story of who God is and who we are in relationship to him. So if that's what you want in our Genesis series is all the answers to those questions, I'm going to let you down, Yeah, and that's okay. But as the rest of the Bible is, it's, it's a story of redemption. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. where we, we start with the story of redemption in yeah. Genesis 1 and finishes in Revelation 22. And, yeah. uh we try but, to make. But what we are going to do, we're going to use this podcast. Okay, good. Because over the next few weeks, uh, we're going to have some different guests in that are going to help us. And I'm excited through, about yeah, that. They are going to help good. us think through how does Genesis relate us. We're not going to do that Sunday morning message because the Sunday morning message isn't the time for that. Mm-hmm. We want to expose the text for what it says, not for all the questions we want to answer. Um, but, but we are going to use the podcast to dive into things like dinosaurs. Oh, good. That'll be interesting. Yeah, because we all want to talk about dinosaurs. Yeah, I like T-Rex. Barney. You know. Barney. Yeah. What kind of dinosaur was he, by the uh, way? What was he, was, he? he was a purple Tyrannosaurus Rex. All right. Purple T-Rex. A purple, pe- pe- purple people eater. A purple people eater. Right. So we'll do that. We'll have some guests in that will help us to dive through some of these other issues. We'll talk about the age of the earth. We'll talk about science. We'll talk about how to read Genesis. And Good. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So be, keep tuning into the podcast uh, because we're going to try to use the podcast as a way to give you some more information about the book of Genesis, answer those questions that you always want. And what you could probably find out is we don't have a lot of answers. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> good. That's just what I want to hear. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, that's all right. Uh, well, we're going to close in just a minute, but I do have a question. And that is, what is your favorite narrative in Genesis and why? Mm. If you could just put your finger on one, say, you yeah. know, this would just have to be it. I think for me, it is the story of, Abraham and Isaac and the sacrifice of Isaac. It's a powerful story. And it's always been one of my favorite narratives in Genesis. I've preached it numerous times. Mm. Um, well, and the story of Jacob wrestling with God, that's a close second. That's a powerful story too. Um, but but um, 
that story of Isaac and Abraham, mm-hmm. when I was in the Holy Land, um, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, I, I saw something geographically that put that story in context for me, and it kind of changed the way I view that story, and it's changed the way I teach that story. And so I, I look forward to sharing that, yeah, sharing some perspective neat. I have on that that's story that I think neat. is really, really interesting. Amen. So yeah, it's a great story. Amen. All right, Pastor. Well, thank you so much. Let's get into Genesis, and that's going to be awesome. All right. And just uh, close us out and get us ready for next time. All right. We do hope this is helpful for you today and hope that you're excited about journeying through Genesis with us. Make sure you tune in every week because we're going to use this podcast as a platform to talk about lots of fun things regarding the book of Genesis. Uh, Go ahead right now and uh, subscribe to this podcast. You can have new content delivered to your device every single week. Leave us a five-star review. We really like that. And also, we hope that today's episode has helped you connect faith to life.